Welcome. Welcome back. Ah, motherfuckers. Welcome back to the RMP. I'm Zachary, host of this fucking podcast. And if you want to hit me up, you can always email me at Zachary at the rebelminded.com. Where, where, I mean, why would you not? Like, why would you not fight with me or question with me or something or, you know, whatever. Uh, or you can check out my newsletter on Substack at the rebelminded.substack.com. And we are here to question the mess, all that nonsense on the outside uh make some rebel actions which means uh taking control of your life and start living life on your own terms and i want to know how do we live life you and me as our true selves the self that will look into us at the end and ask us did we do it all because that is my biggest fear even though i stop short of doing a lot of things that will keep me from that that is the thing that scares me the most out of life is looking at my ideal self and not being it at that point um i just just to to be honest here to be to be very open is, is like i want you guys to know and i think that the, this is the best part of human connection is most of the time i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you know and, and the way that i decipher the life code is it's less about the the contemplation and the philosophical questioning that I'm doing in my mind and more about my willingness to just be flawed and how freeing that is. Most of the time, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And I follow with a basis of what is it, like what's the one curiosity or what's the one thing that I can't make sense of that I'm trying to make sense of and walk along with people. And I think that's the best thing and I, th- I think that's why I love talking to people the most is because I'm trying to dig into that with them I'm so willing to sit down and talk with people about what it is that makes life fucking awesome and and separating it from from the external accomplishments and just understanding how we get there as individuals like how do we make sense of 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 making the world lovable and and worth it and satisfactory and I'll, I'll, I love doing that with people and so I find the basis which is my motto of question everything and I take that and I try to connect with people on that and the horrible part is that you know the the I have my own insecurities about it I have my hesitations about what I'm gonna project and like what you know it coming off unprofessional and and informal and not valuable enough and too abstract and 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 too cryptic as you've heard me say a million times because I know that I am but I just want you guys to know that most of the time I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and the only thing that makes me feel good about it is number one the action of doing it and number two trying to let go of perfectionism trying to let go of like trying to build something that you know, I'm going to get calls about saying, oh, this changed my life. And more or less just try to connect to people at the same level that I'm at is and, and just know that the funny, exciting part about life is fucking not knowing and just trying. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes me feel kind of OK. <laughs> so I want to put that out there because I think it's important to know that if you're if you're wanting something. Number one is the consistency of of you chasing it. And number two is your ability and resiliency to look stupid or to just not know and still show up 
That's what it seems to be. That's just what it seems to be. So uh, instead of trying to be so formal, instead of trying to be perfect, and trying to, instead of wasting your time procrastinating by just trying to set everything up and then never actually doing anything, anything with it, just do stuff. Just do stuff. Point a direction and do stuff. It doesn't have to be... Your trajectory may change 10 times because that's exactly what happened with mine. It was what I thought I knew what I wanted and then I tried and then I went a different direction. And if I would just would have done that more often and more quickly, I would be where I'm at now more quickly. And so I think that that is what it means to gain traction is to just continue failing in a way that, that pushes you into whatever actually is the most important thing. <coughs> So welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you guys are doing fucking awesome. Um, physically, mentally, spiritually, like that's, you know, that's life balance, right? No matter where you decide to put it, put the emphasis where it's most important to you and fucking just love life and, and chase it, man. Just fucking chase it. So without any more mess, let's get into it. This is episode, mm, Jesus, what is this? Banks of Jesus, I'm looking to you. Uh, this would be... 129. What is a soul and what does it need? This is a journaling from last year still. What does it symbolize? What does the soul symbolize? And what do we do to recognize its place in our lives? Does the idea of a soul only come from religion and spirituality? Can it be something else? I refer to my soul as if I know what it is, as if I know its purpose and see it as its own piece to my whole or the center that gives me density and weight. To me, it seems to exist as a compass. The mind helps us decipher its code and the quote-unquote heart helps us feel its power and its uniqueness. The soul seems to hold the secrets to our most authentic selves and whatever our dreams and desires whisper to us to be. It's as if, at least when we let the soul lead and not the mind, the soul is never swayed from its intention. It's only misunderstood. It is only slowed and delayed by desperate minds and traumatized hearts. So is our work then to clear a path for that soul, to heal the heart and strengthen it so our soul can guide us more swiftly and powerfully? Is it even possible to hear the purity of our soul without helping to clear its path? How do we not only hear the whisper, but how do we decode it, bind to its calling, and amplify it? All right, so, so when it comes to the soul and me understanding it, take let's go back like 10 years and in, into Zachary's life, and I'll tell you that I, I didn't... I was very skeptical of what the soul was. I didn't have any definition for it. I thought it was directly tied to religion, which I had rejected uh, for a very, very long time. Um, and so I didn't have a definition for the soul, nor did I have a feeling of what the soul actually was. I think it's possible for, depending on your numbness to life and your numbness to your own desires, is your soul may not be telling you anything. And I've talked about it in my writing and through the podcast a little bit that there's a whisper inside of you that seems to me to be the soul. It's, it's intuitions, it's impulses, it's, it's instincts about where you're trying to get your life to go. Not, 
not survival instinct things, you know, not things that are on the basis of, you know, fight or flight, but instinctive, impulsive things that are putting questions into your mind, that are putting uh, projections into your mind about, you know, your visions and and the lifestyle that you want and your dreams. And it's it's the whisper that is taking the external things from the world and putting something into your mind about how it makes sense to you. So just for example, let's, let's stick with, the, with religion for me. Um, I, I'm not trying to separate anybody from religion. I'm not trying to. I'm just going with the first impulsive thing that, that comes to mind. So when it comes to religion and what I think about, when anybody talks to me about God, my first idea is rejection. My first thought is how do we know God exists? And the reason that is important is it's not because I'm saying that God doesn't exist. I'm saying that my skepticism that I've created has come out impulsively in the things that the world has tried to force me to believe or try to get me to believe. And what that does is it's helped me to create that motto of questioning everything. And it may be that my skepticism of religion was was foundationally a part of whatever this podcast has become, whatever this this vision I have has become. Uh, you know, maybe that's the very start of of me questioning everything. But what I've been able to do is define my own interpretation of what the soul is and I've I've found this idea of the three things that that control me and motivate me to do anything and that would be my mind my soul and my heart and separating those in itself has been very difficult knowing that my mind is the the skeptical one it's the philosophical one it's the one that looks at things analytically and takes things logically my heart is the one that has the most trauma it's the one that is emotionally reactive and it changes the way that i act and it 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 tells me what i love and who i love and why i love and those things or those people and my soul for me is the thing that tells me what i'm after why my mind and heart do the things that they do and how to use those to make sense of my own purpose and my own mission. That is the soul to me. It has no religious ties. It has a, a faint idea of spirituality just because I think that the def- by definition, spirituality is this abstract, uh, unseen energy that we, that, that we use to connect to Mother Nature and our community and and each other uh i think that that our souls are are putting out an energy that helps us connect to the right people and the right communities and and the right purpose for our lives and so i think it's important to know what the soul is to you and to stay with the theme of being in uh, an authentic individual and to be able to follow your own uh, y- your own dreams and visions and what you think 
what your own beliefs and what you think life is about, that you should see your soul as your compass. It's if, if you have intentions for your life and you have dreams and you have visions, then that soul is your compass. And so how do you take what your soul is whispering to you between all the responsibilities and obligations and the distractions of the world? And how do you decode it? How do you understand it? And, and how, how do you amplify its energy? How do you get it to, to consume your life to better satisfy who you are and to, to more uh, embrace and Im- imbue yourself with whatever it is that you're supposed to be doing with your life. Because the one thing I, thing that I can tell you that I believe more than anything without statistics is that I f- see people suffering in a way that, that is understandable but is not justifiable, you know? And I understand how difficult it is to, to be in the world that we are today, to be in the modern world and, and be able to connect with our soul and to be able to understand our heart and to be able to understand our desires and, and the things that we envision for the most ideal life that we could follow through with. But so many of us are undervaluing that and we're rejecting it just because we're making an excuse for all of the world's expectations, all of the world's standards that frankly, we don't have to adhere to besides what? Paying our taxes. But beyond that, we should be pursuing a life, especially in the first world of America, in a way that makes sense to us, in a way that is fulfilling to us. And the older I get and the more I work on things, the more I understand that for so long, we've been just making excuses for our lives. We've been, we've been telling ourselves that you know, the right people don't exist, the right opportunities don't exist, and not understanding that we're the things, you know, the, 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 the person that we decide to be and the energy we decide to exude is what brings those things to us. It's not having the expectation of the world bringing them to us. It's us creating the energy that magnetizes the right things to us. And sometimes I think we think we, we use our minds too much and we use our hearts too much or we allow our hearts to guide us too much. And I think for most of us, we're not paying attention to the whispers of the soul. We're not paying attention to what it means to, 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 to access our soul for one and then allow it to take over our lives, to have its heyday, to, to, to allow it to exist and be our energy and transform, mold our lives into everything that we envision. And, and I still don't know how to, I still don't know how to define that for anybody besides myself. And maybe that's not my job. But the question that I'd want to end with today is, are, are you hearing the whisper? Are you understanding what your soul is are you capable of decoding what it's trying to tell you and putting it out into the world right are you are you capable of seeing the beauty and the ideality of what it means to influence in the world and you know not putting some sort of superficial artificial uh social media influencer bullshit on top of it and understanding that at some point your influence 
can be authentic. It can be deep. It can be super impactful to a lot of people around your lives. And you don't have to assume that that's what you're going to become is some Instagram model or uh, some life coach or whatever. The more you believe in what it is that your soul is telling you and the more you believe in your consistency with it and your your flawed ability to just act on it, then I think the more you'll understand your soul. It's a repeating circle of understanding it and using it, understanding it and using it. I hope that helps with a little bit today. This is this is a good Sunday podcast. I love you all. I hope you all have a really amazing week. Um, I think I've got some, some really good ones coming up. Let's dive in deep again. Uh, all right. Stay strong. Keep questioning everything. This is your host, Zach. Out. Hey, guys. I hope that all things we've brought here, including the people, have helped you change the way that you see the world. And if it has, then it would help us so much if you leave a rating and a comment on iTunes or give any feedback wherever you listen to the RMP. Thank you for listening in, and don't forget to follow and subscribe. Question everything, my friends.